This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. Time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the awesome cast. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ready to get geeky with our crew tonight. Uh, with us, first of all, from the Big D, Dormont, PA. He is the gadget guru at Big Bank International Esquire. He is the Chilla. How's it going? Are you off TikTok? I know we had. Uh, I know. I know. I accidentally sucked you into it talking about it beforehand. Yeah, I'm off. Might have put the phone down. It's like it? it's ridiculous how it just it's, captivates. It me. is. It, it is dangerous. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're going to talk about a little bit more about TikTok in a moment here. Uh, but also back with us, the Dutters. Hi. How's it going? Preparing for those like twenty feet of snow we're getting tomorrow. <laughs> Exactly. I didn't even bother bringing any guests in for wrestling manager. I'm done with in studio guests for the rest of the year. That's it. This it's too it's it's too no. No. No no in studio guests until this whole thing's over. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but how are you doing over there? Good, good. You know, all bunkered in, ready for whatever mother comes tomorrow, you know. You're 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 all decked out in winter classic gear over there. Is hockey I, know. I, I don't know when if hockey's coming back. I know basketball's supposed to start up soon. Mm-hmm. Probably not till after the first of the year. Maybe okay. with hockey. Depends on this month ago, I absolutely I, I know for everything, right? So, but I just, yeah. I, I just, I just, it just dawned on me like we would be full swing in the hockey by now, and mm-hmm. and basketball oh, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how 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 that rolls out. And also back with us, Amanda Narcissi of Bold Pittsburgh is a uh, uh, back once again. She's been giving me all the hot tips in our Slack channel, by the way, uh, since the last show. So uh, uh, help me help me solve a YouTube problem, actually. Uh, Amanda, how you doing? I'm good. I just don't have anything else to pass my time with, but solving tech issues anymore. So, uh, well, I, I I have to share this. We talked about it a little before the show. Um, I say I saw a message she had. We'll talk about here tonight. And I was like, hey, you should come on and talk about that. And she's like, yeah, I get off at seven uh, from my job. And I'm like, oh, you'll never get home by then. In my head, and then I'm like, wait, I, I forget. <laughs> we're all at home we're all working from home switch computers that's all i'm like the only one with a commute these days and it's still three blocks so uh (laughs) so so i'm worried about the storm to get up here three blocks tomorrow (laughs) so uh no thanks for coming back again amanda uh stuff still rocking over there at bold pittsburgh i know i've seen some articles pop up on my feeds Yes, very busy. Very busy. Awesome. Uh, but anyways, this is the Awesome Cast. Uh, we talk tech, geeky, all kinds of fun stuff here. You can check out everything at awesomecast.com. Email us at awesomecast at Tweet us at awesomecast and hit us on the uh, Facebook page and group. We have a lot of great things that are shared through the throughout the week in the group that we do uh, bring into our, our document to hopefully get to. We don't get to everything. We don't get to our own stories <laughs> a lot of times on here. Um, but we do have them in the mix that you guys are contributing and being part of that conversation over there we are live every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern time on uh, facebook live on youtube on the sorgatron media twitch and as long as it is still around apparently i I don't know uh, periscope is supposed to be going oh wait in march they just uh, announced i i I know there's a twitter live i don't i think i so we'll we'll figure it out it may just be a YouTube link on Twitter. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, either way, we'll be live on your Twitter if you follow us on there, too. Um, also, a programming note. Next week will be our year-end episode. Uh, so we're going to try to get a few people in here, do our usual predictions and, and everything like that. And uh, and uh, we will uh, be we will not leave you without shows over the holidays. 
Uh, we were going we're going to do some uh, pre-recorded specials uh, with the crew. We're getting those organized right now, and uh, so you'll have some stuff that'll hopefully help you through the holidays. Actually, <laughs> um, some uh, good tip shows and everything that we have in the works. So uh, stay tuned for that. And thank you to our audio partners at the405media.com. They're streaming us regularly and over at postindustrial.com. One, they do great news coverage of um, all the craziness that's been going on in the last nine months. They, they really did an awesome job of pivoting uh, what they focused on and uh, have a great daily newsletter um, that, that, that tends to feature us every once in a while. Um, but uh, uh, go uh, rec- uh, give, give them an extended shout out because they've been so good to us over the last several weeks. So and also, thank you to our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Our friends at the coffee club level, Matt Weller, John DeGore, and John Carmen. And our friends at the, friends at the fan of the show level, uh, Michael Fedor, pjsmuseums.org, the Professor Buzzkill podcast, and Dave Ponder. You guys can support the show if you like what's going on here and help us keep the lights on and the, and the, and the server running over at patreon.com slash awesomecast. And thank you so much to everybody that does support us over there. So let's get into our awesome things of the week. Amanda, you got the new-new. You got the shiny new-new here. Um, so let's start with you. All right, surprise. <laughs> um, um, no, so uh, yesterday, Apple Fitness Plus dropped, and I felt the need to do a workout. <laughs> <laughs> And it taught me I'm really out of shape. This whole like not being able to stand for nine hours a day like I normally do at my job has um, left me very out of shape. So um, no, it's cool. I totally was looking forward to updating my phone and then updating my watch. And then I was like, oh, well, I'll give it a shot later on tonight. And I just wanted to see the integration more than anything. Like I didn't really particularly like want to work out i just more wanted to see how it worked together um because something like going from your watch to your apple tv was something that just astounded me um that they have that working now so basically i started the workout on my phone um and then on my watch a little thing popped up that said start your workout and you just hit play as you can see in there and then it just starts the video on your television, on your Apple TV. So then you can go through the whole workout. It tracks everything. It lets you know when you're halfway through. And then if you complete your, your rings, it gives like a little animation and a congratulations, like you've, you've completed your move goal. Um, and then it obviously it tracks it. So I won an award last, I got a badge last night for doing my first cool down workout. Um, and then I got, I closed all my rings, so of course I got that award um, badge thing, and yeah, it was pretty neato. Um, I'm really looking forward to next week. I got a bike like a month ago when it started to get cold, of course, and you can't go ride your bike anymore, but I found a stand for it on Amazon, so I'm going to make it into a bike, mm-hmm. so I'm actually going to be able to prop up my iPad and uh, use the cycling classes so that's what i'm really excited for that's what um, I've, I've been interested in too because i have a uh i, I have a, a the treadmill and i have a bike well the treadmill i've been using but the bike i haven't been in i was like wondering about if that would give a little new life to that because i just kind of stroll on my treadmill to be honest <laughs> i just i thought it was neat i tried peloton in the beginning of this be- mm-hmm. in the beginning of shutdown because peloton was free for like 90 days if you were a new customer in the beginning of shutdown, like April, I think they ran that special. So this is a little bit of a different integration. I felt, I also didn't feel as pressured to keep up. So they had three people on the screen. One was like beginner, intermediate, and expert. So if you weren't quite up to speed with the like intermediate one, they showed you like, okay, in this pose, you can keep your knees down and it'll mm-hmm. be easier. So it, was, it wasn't so pressuring as like Peloton was like, go. You have to do 10 miles today. <laughs> and- yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So so and and the only real experience I have with any kind of like like system like that is like DDP yoga. And that's uh I mean, you know, it, it, they have some bigger stuff, but DDP is pretty intense. <laughs> it's a trainer. So and I'm talking about the wrestler Diamond Dallas Page, of course. But yes. uh, that's my experience with something like that other than some personal uh, uh yoga instructors here and there, but um Oh, that's awesome. So, so I mean, does it feel, so versus a Peloton, does it feel uh, uh, a little more welcoming for a beginner? 
all it around? Does. It, it did. Be, it, it actually had like a different tab that says like a beginner classes and they mm -hmm. were short 10 minutes long, nice and easy. And they were mostly like I did the yoga beginners and it was 10 minutes and it was mostly it was nothing intense. So if you are completely just starting out, it was all about that. And they even talked about the inclusivity in it. Like when they were just warming up and starting the breathing, they're like, you know, this journey, if you're just starting out, welcome and you'll feel better in a couple classes and like, just stick with it. It was very, it was weird instead of like the whole like, all right, we're going to do 20 miles today <laughs> like and freaking you out. Like it, it was very, it was very warming instead of it. I mean, it was just, it was a really neat experience. The mm. integration was really cool. That's great. That's great. So, so. And so this is going to be going, are you, they have a trial for everybody for a month, correct? And then three months it, if you bought a new Apple Watch. Do I have that straight? Yes. So if you buy a new Apple Watch, it's three months for free. Mm -hmm. um, I have Premiere, so it was included in my Apple One subscription. Right, right. So, 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 that's so, what I just so we can try it out until we, I have a lot of free trials. I'm waiting to lapse before I get the premiere. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I made all my cost options, all my cost options. And it was basically, yeah. I even wrote it down and I was like, basically for four more dollars, I got 200, I got two terabytes and fitness. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically where I'm at. It's like, it's like a six or $7 difference between what I do now or intend to do when these free trials are done versus what we would pay for that for the, for the family. So no, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, um, so that's awesome. So, you're, you're, it, it was just, was it rolled out across the board, or was this like kind of a step thing they did yesterday? It was rolled out across the board. The only thing I had to do was update my Apple TV. My Apple TV right. was not set to update automatically. Mm -hmm. So when I turned it on, um, when after I updated it, the logo was there. Like it, the app was on the screen already. I didn't. Oh. Have and this was this is part of the new um, fourteen point three that just came out. Uh, on iPhone and iPad, yes, yes and then yeah, it's yeah. TVOS, I think, 10 or 12, and then Watch right, 7. Right, right, right. Sorry, I, for I forgot that's not across the board. So. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I you know. my iPad this morning. I forgot about my iPad, and then you have to go in and search Apple Fitness 1 or Apple Fitness Plus and download it. Okay. So the only thing I don't like is you can't track your circles across the board. So, like, if you close all your circles, you can only see that on your phone or your competitions on your phone. So, like, if, for example, oh. so, like, the iPad is only the exercises. Right. And right. the TV is only the exercises. So, if I wanted to check where my buddy's doing, like, what my friend is doing on his workout, I can't see that. So, so the activity functions that you were used to before this still exist in the same places. Right. Only on the phone, yeah. Basically, they've added the, the, the it sounds like they just use the TV and the and the iPad as, this is going to be the video component of this. And, and I know the rings pop up there, but that's probably just about it. It's, it's just the visual component of it. So, um, right. It makes sense. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, there you go. For, first hand, uh, <laughs> you're going to have to give us some updates in, in, the, in the group and let us know how, how the other uh, functions are going on there. Definitely. So thank you so much for joining us for that. Uh, let's see. Now that we worked out, let's play some video games. Uh, and uh, Dutters, what's going on in Animal Crossing? Hey, we can build snowboys. <laughs> snowboys? <laughs> snowboys. They're not snowmen. They're snowboys. <laughs> <laughs> but they look just like your typical. I guess maybe because they're only two circles as opposed to three. I don't know. I, that's my guess. Who knows? But uh, snowboys are back on Animal Crossing, and you can build them. And the snowboys, when you build them perfectly, you get a new recipe, which is awesome. It's all the ice, and, and every day that you have a proper built, properly built snowboy, which sadly they only last three days. Mm. So you have to make sure you talk to them every day that they're alive. And for those three days, you get a giant snowflake, which you use in a recipe. So one of the things with the snowboys is unless you build them perfectly you don't get the new recipe when they come to life and um which is kind of a pain in the butt sometimes uh, <laughs> because i uh, with my rolling my snowboys you if you are rolling you're rolling a ball so you first you kick the ball and then you as it gets bigger then you can roll it 
And as you roll it, if you run it into a fence post or into the water or something, it'll go away and then you'll have to go into a building and it'll reappear. Uh, so that's one of my my Animal Crossing snowboy tips <laughs> is if you have crushed one of your balls, <laughs> your snowboy, you could just go into a building and come back out and you'll get a new one. So um, the first one you'll roll around to create the perfect snowboy, there are several methods on the internet, which is amazing to see to begin with. There's counting methods where you roll the bottom one, I think it's 17 times, and then the second one for 12 times, and then you push them together and they become a snowboy. Uh, there's the other method where you measure the, your two balls for your snowboy. <laughs> and the one, if you are looking at your your character, your bottom one should be as tall as the top of your ear and your head or your top of your snowboy should be as big as the bottom of your ear. And that's how you create this perfect snowboy. There's a picture with like, or, there's a picture with like, like a height chart on here that you gave yes. us. This was my favorite one with all of the different methods and there. It's like math. Like, yeah, I'm playing a game. Don't make me do math. This is, this is like and, a, this is like a STEM well, game now. I'm thinking that if I rolled a snowball that came up to the top of my ear <laughs> and then rolled one that was to the bottom of my ear, getting that snowball up on top of the other one would be rather difficult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not an animal crossing. We're super buff there. Uh, yeah. 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 Need for our Apple workouts. <laughs> <laughs> Physics are very special in animal crossing. <laughs> Absolutely. And okay, so with the third method and the one that I've gotten to work a couple times already is essentially you roll your first ball around until it's the maximum size. And then you put a path down in the snow using your tools and um, you put 10 spaces. So like maybe a 10, I, you, I do two rows of it because it's too hard if it's a single row, but it's like essentially 10 sidewalks, 10, you know, However, you know, some people have um, that you can get the different. Um, I'm totally blanking out on it, but like the looks like terracotta or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, but you roll your other snowball to maximum size and then you roll it across what you're essentially is your new sidewalk and that your ball decreases in size until it gets to the other one where it's already max size. So you have max size on one end, 10 sidewalk pieces, and then your maximum and then you roll them and then they pop up on top and you're supposed to have a perfect snowboy. Uh, another hot tip with this that kind of screwed me was the one you are pushing no matter if it's bigger if, if you're pushing if you're big one and then you have a little bit smaller one if you are pushing the big one towards your small one your big one will go on top. So whatever one you want to be on top should be the one you're pushing towards the other one because that screwed me and he mocked me. My imperfect snowboy mocked me plenty for that. He's like, um, essentially, he was an abomination. <laughs> so, wait, so, 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 you're just making sad, sad snowboys at this point. Yeah, they they don't do anything for you. They just sit there and they mock you, and you just get so mad. And I was the game automatically because one of the other tips is if you you mess it up, hurry up and exit out of the game and come back in because then you'll get your new balls reset. But uh, my game had already automatically saved. And I was like, ah, he was there mocking me. (laughs) There's some metaphor for life for this one. uh, Somewhere along the line. It's it's all. But yeah, you can't figure it out. Just Google it. There's like, like I said, there's at least three methods, if not Mm -hmm. more out there now to building the perfect snowboy. (laughs) Wow. If you hear swearing from my house, that's why. (laughs) Why? Why is she so angry on Twitter today? Well, she's been making snowboys and, uh not going well not going well <laughs> oh boy uh chilla what do you got what do you got going on with chrome and old hardware over here so i think we've covered this company a long time ago mm-hmm. um there's a company called neverware and they make a flavor of chrome os called cloud ready um cloud ready was free for tinkerers, parents, and students, and pretty much other humans in general. I was. Um, it says it says so right on their website. I was just um, playing with it again last week. Oh, I, really? I love it. Okay, I love it. I was just throwing it on uh, my old Asus laptop just to 
you know, try to get a little easier work without everything loading on Windows. On you know, so this is a little, little more aged. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the the cool part is is it's free mm-hmm. um, for those types. It does come with automatic security and feature updates. The one thing that their free version does not come with is um, compatibility with Chrome management and Google Admin Console. So if you're running like a G Suite shop. Um, you wouldn't be able to manage these that that device or OS with the, the cloud tools. And one th- other thing that it does not support is uh, support for Android um, working on it because that is a Google specific licensing sort of feature. Um, and uh, I was trying to see if I could run like the GeForce streaming and all that kind of not GeForce uh, the cl- XCloud because XCloud has a X-Cloud. Android app that you could pull over mm-hmm. and use apparently, um, but that did not work on it as of me trying it like two weeks ago. Well, that may change because Google has decided to buy Neverware. What? <laughs> yes. What? So um, Google is acquiring Neverware. Um, they do not, pl- they plan to completely honor anyone's existing licensing and agreements. So if you're paying for it, because it is the Neverware licensing is, is a, um, annual subscription fee. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can make, you know, like you said, any old computer useful again, running Chrome OS. Um, so who I'm interested to see how Google spins this. Will they continue to make it where, you know, if you want to manage it and do some G suite stuff and maybe run Android, maybe there's a fee included. Um, hopefully I would, not a huge fan of the subscription theory for my OS, but that being said, um, maybe it's worth twenty or thirty bucks a year. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe it'll become part of you know pay for an additional tier of cloud storage, um, and you pick this up too with with additional capabilities like the management and like the ability to run Android. Is it? Um, but I thought it was a pretty interesting purchase from Google. I mean, it doesn't doesn't Chrome OS by itself just encourage you to buy into more Google services to basically do anything? Like that's the point, right? Yeah, and it's interesting because I feel like they're trying to change some of their modeling, which concerns me, right? Because obviously they're already gleaming a lot of data and information from me. Mm-hmm. Um, I am actually right now, as we speak, doing mass deletes on my Gmail account because I just got a warning that says if I don't clean up my Gmail account within the next 24 hours, I will no longer be able to send or receive messages or I can pay them more money. So I guess it's time to clean up. Uh, So that's kind of like I've been getting emails from Dropbox. Hey, don't bother deleting stuff. It's like, yeah, because you want me to pay you more money. I, I get it, you know. Like, it, it, but it's not like warning me like it is yours, right? It's saying, ah, don't worry about that. Just click this button, and we'll charge your card. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm interested to figure out how I. So earlier, before I started deleting things, I at least had like a a bar to tell me how much space. Yeah, I was over yeah. on my fifth free 15 gig. Yeah. Um. Oh, there we go. I'm now down to. That's cool. I was at 15.1 gig. I'm now down to 9.88 gig. Yeah, I'm trying to remember how I filled two terabytes of both uh, uh, Dropbox and Google Drive uh, somehow. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I have four terabytes of cloud out there, (laughs) a functional cloud out there. It's not including Backblaze. Um, I got a lot of cloud out there. But uh, no. Uh, So anyways, either way, bring it back around. Chrome OS, you can put it on anything. Uh, now more officially from the sounds of it. I'm, I'm going to be um, keeping an ear out, and if you hear something, please pass it along, because I'm really excited to get when this becomes official Google Chrome uh, to throw that on my machine and see how it works, if, see if there's any differences, really, um, because it's it's really smooth. I, I usually just throw it on a key drive, uh, a, a thumb drive, and just that's the thing you slap into a computer, you know, if you don't want to deal with the Windows stuff. Or need to make sure the computer works, right? Like that that was a big like I used to do the same thing with Ubuntu. I, I would throw it on an old computer and be like, if this can't run Ubuntu, Linux, it's a Linux distribution, 
it can't run anything worthwhile. <laughs> this basically was my line when I was getting rid of computers, like older computers. I don't do that as much anymore. Um, after several arguments with my wife. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, that's awesome. That's really awesome. So um, I'm going to echo with my awesome thing. Uh, 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 something that Katie, 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 Katie had uh, had her Facebook posts, uh, the skeletons, the Ghostbuster skeletons, a few months ago, Katie, right? Mm-hmm. And for Halloween, and and stuff started happening with that post, right? <laughs> yes. And, and and it was on Facebook, and you and and you kind of asked the question: Is this viral? Did I just go viral? Right. Yeah. So, so I, if you follow our social media for Awesome Cast or basically anything else that I do right now, uh, I've been changing some things up the last couple of weeks. I've been trying. I just been trying a lot of new stuff, and one of them has really been kind of going at TikTok. Um, and and it's just under me. It's just Sorgatron on on, on TikTok right now. And uh, you know, I'm posting you know versions of the posts we do on this show and over on Wrestling Mayhem Show. And then I, I started getting a lot of notifications one day. Is this what happened to you, Katie? You're just like, oh, something's up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's how, that's how it starts. You're just like, wait, I got a lot of notifications. What's happening here? Um, comments. What's this? I've never gotten a con- comment on TikTok before. But uh, apparently, uh, uh, well, first, I, it happened, it happened a, a little bit, of, let's see, three days ago when we had a, a video with uh, the awesome Ziggy Heim. Uh, a, a local wrestler uh, around here, and uh, and we were talking about the Big Show and and how his name is like he's actually named the Big Show and like this whole concept, and that got something like three thousand hits. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then we uh, theorized this this concept that uh, uh, Violent J from the Insane Clown Posse and Guy Fieri are the same person and they're very charitable individuals, uh, and that got sixteen thousand uh, views on TikTok. Um, so, and I'm looking at uh, another wrestling friend, uh, the Reveron Hunt, who I know is pretty prominent on there. I'm comparing numbers now. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, you know, what's he doing over there? Cause he's got this thing figured out. So, um, um, I, guys, did I figure out TikTok? I don't know. I just need to talk about ICP and Big Show, right? Is that, is that, is that what I'm doing? There's no dancing involved, by the way. I want, actually, there is a Street Fighter. Uh, I, I caught I got some people doing uh, some Mortal Kombat across the street at the taco stand. And I put put uh, Mortal Kombat music too, so that was fun. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's just, just random stuff. Um, but uh, um, and, and Chilla, you said you were like you were figuring out some some things with TikTok, like like you know uh, about kind of discovery and things like that. Like don't follow people. You said. Oh no! So so you may not want people. To follow depending you. on like so and maybe i'm the oddball out here i very like i open tiktok and i go the default panel you're in is for you mm-hmm. so if you look at the top of the screen for you oh is that thing okay i see what you're talking about versus following so, so if you follow someone they will tend to fall out of your for you right feed. and you have to constantly like now, because of some people I followed, I'm like, where did their stuff go? Because I was getting their stuff constantly in my For You feed. But because I started following them, they tend not to show up in For You at all. What happens is For You will auto-curate based on what you like, mm-hmm. and it'll throw in that creator in conjunction with other things like that. So it's weird. Like, I'm not sure as a, if I were creating content here, if I would want people to follow me as much as I would want them to just like my content. Because if you follow someone, I'm, I mean, it, it's probably a, a psychology question to be asked too. Mm-hmm. If you follow someone, do you tend to like their stuff? Because you're already following them. Mm-hmm. so you're just going to scroll through that feed so this is the behavior of the people that live in tiktok which i can't say that you and i do right i we're, I, th- I feel like we're still outliers with this with this platform a little right. bit but, but i'm just thinking of from a general like when i think about facebook and twitter I'm really only getting people from my feed and I now have to kind of go look at my feed and figure out who other people are following or looking at retweets and things of that nature. 
and I tend to scroll through and I, it takes a lot for me to actually tap like, like, or on Facebook cares or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like, I don't just give those out freely mm-hmm. because they're always in my feed. So I can just kind of scroll through in TikTok. Like, I feel like I'm more apt because there's no retweeting. Like there's no repost feature. Like, I feel like I'm giving out more likes on that platform mm-hmm. because there's like that auto curation and I'm kind of training the AI to get it to know what I like. And you're in your, I, I, I don't know. I guess and maybe that's my way of interacting with the platform. I, mm. I wouldn't because I'm on there now, like way too much. Um, <laughs> It's I, I don't right know. I, I don't think of myself as an outlier as I'm still learning how to kind of game the algorithm, mm-hmm. but there's to me, the way that people interact with it is much different than the way people interact with Facebook or Twitter. Right. Right. Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So this is just that, like flowing feed. And that's where I think it loses it when they, they bring these function over to, I've been playing more with reels over on Insta Instagram, and it's just like it's just another thing, right? It it, yeah. it doesn't feel it. I keep forgetting it's there, for the most part, um, except for the accounts where I accidentally get into reels because they changed the button. That was the slimiest damn thing that Instagram has done yet was changing the post button to reels to. Hey, I want to go post this this video too. Hey, you're watching Reels now. Welcome to our TikTok. What what did we just do here? Um, <laughs> but that 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 and, and and then it's not the same on every account. So I go to a different account and it behaves differently. <laughs> Jeez. Um. Anyways, I don't I don't know if anybody's looking at fleets. That's that's the other thing I've figured out. Um. And stories on LinkedIn. I don't think that's happening at all. <laughs> at least on my end. But um, I, 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 Amanda, Katie, have you been have you been TikToking? <laughs> I'm a consumer. I am a huge consumer of TikToks mm-hmm. and share of TikToks, but not so much in the creator end of things because I don't. I, I never figured out my niche, and I was just like, I'm just gonna enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is yeah. just kind of converting stuff we already do uh, at this point. So, and, and I like the editing tools. Anytime I want to throw music on something, you go TikTok. Like it's the easiest one, right? Oh yeah, their editing tools are amazing, and it's just being able, just even like deep diving to those. They're fan- phenomenal, and and just there are a few apps, like even external apps that you could put on your phone that are anything like what TikTok does, mm-hmm. and is able to do and contain into a single app. Absolutely, uh, Amanda, have you been poking around at uh, the the talk? Is that what the kids so call I- it? I actually left TikTok when that whole um, data scheming thing went on. Mm. I deleted, I had about six videos up and I deleted them all and deleted my account um, because I was like, well, <laughs> nobody's getting my data. And well, this was also consequently when I quit Facebook also. Mm. So um, I just basically said the two that I was concerned with the most, I would drop down and leave and or leave. Um, but I'm huge into reels. I've created probably 15 reels now, which I should probably transfer over to TikTok and see how they do. Because um, I have, yeah, probably about 15. And I got my biggest one just two days ago. It has 700 views, um, something like 50 some hearts and like six comments on yeah. a reel. So the biggest thing I've been doing with those um, and, and why I think it helps the TikTok, other than making sure everything is hashtagged, um, we, if, you, if you haven't seen our stories and our, and our clips, how we've been doing the last couple of weeks, I put really big like text, like what is this you're looking at? And I like the one, you know, one was called the insane clown posse theory. The other, was, the other one was what if Big Show was his real name, I think. Um, so, so I'm trying to make that eye catching so you stick around for the audio. Right. Especially if you get, you know, seen in Twitter or something and maybe don't have your sound up or something like that, 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 that something to suck you into it and actually play and be like, oh, what is this, you know, for this 20 second clip that we pulled from the show. So so that's been that's been like that visual that visual component seems really important that I can tell so far. 
So I'm a, that, but that's me. So um, oh, it'll be interesting. And uh, the the TikTok uh, <laughs> experiment. I got a few other things I want to try over the next couple of weeks. So we'll we'll see how how that goes. Um, so hello, if there's any new listeners that have followed by TikTok. Um, I, I know uh, shorts we were playing with as an aside. YouTube Shorts. If you go through YouTube and notice, there's kind of a stories kind of thing that'll pop up there. Um, um, we've had a couple of things on this show and Mayhem show pop on there a little bit too. Getting you know a few hundred or a thousand or something like that, more than what some of the clips typically do because we don't do well on YouTube at all uh, uh, unless we're talking about porn, VR porn, apparently. Because there's clips from like back in the basement that are still like getting hits. Uh, but <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> That sounds awful. <laughs> back in the basement. What do we used to do back there? <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever it is, I'm sure it's not on Pornhub anymore. Um, so uh, that's that story man we'll get to in a moment. But in the meantime, I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Slice on Broadway right up the street. Nothing warms you on a cool night like a hot pepperoni pizza, guys. There you go. That's our new tagline. It should be their Christmas one. Uh, but uh, uh, thank you, everybody, at Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza for a good long time now, uh, helping feed when we used to have guests in here. Uh, <laughs> when that was a thing. When we all gathered around the awesome cast table physically, it was a fantastic pizza feast. <laughs> and well, that doesn't happen much anymore. Uh, but they're still supporting us. We thank them for uh, doing that. Uh, three locations here in Pittsburgh, Beachview, Carnegie, East End. I drove by the East End one the other day because I actually like you know left the neighborhood for once. Um, I just have to drive somewhere, guys. I just need somewhere to go <laughs> at this point. Uh, but uh, thank you to them. Please support them at SliceOnBroadway.com. And uh, so let's get into our stories over here. Oh, geez. So I... I, I, I redid I redid the, how the stories work right now, and now I don't know how to do it during the show. Um, where do you want to start with Chilla? I see you have a couple things in here. Did I mess something up? Did I put them in the wrong spot? No, you're not in the wrong spot. I didn't necessarily mean an order. I just put everything in a section so we can group them all together so we're not like going back and forth on subject matter. That was the idea of the new oh, format. Oh, I ordered that up. Real good. Oh, did you? You just throw everything at the bottom? <laughs> I just threw everything at the bottom like I do every yeah, other week. Yeah, you I'm did. Sorry. Yeah, you did. I didn't read the instructions. No, that's fine. I just threw them in kind of last minute. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, actually, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna resend that in a moment. Uh, um, Amanda, you shared the blog opera that killed some of my time today. From uh, well, Kim Lyons, of course, was the first one that I uh, shared it. And apparently had also wasted about an hour and a half on it. I luckily made one video and then I'm like, no, I have to stop. I was <laughs> like, it was a short break from work. And I was like, this is going to be a problem. Scrolling through Twitter. Um, I saw Kim post it and I was like, what is this magic? And it was just so much fun to play on the phone and just kind of like make a vi- I made a short little video. I didn't really get into it. So I saw that. She said, like, you can make Christmas carols and stuff like that. And I got to the point where I could add a hat onto them, the Santa hat. Oh, I'm going to turn but the like, audio on. They're a bunch of, they're, it's a blast. It's a, it's a good waste of time and forgetting the world. So explain the visuals while I'm playing with this thing because I'm going off mic so you can yeah. hear it. So there's multicolored like blobs. So there's a red one, a green one, a blue one, and a purple one, and they're each different. Like it's a soprano, an alto, a tenor, and a bass. And then you pull them if it's on your phone or like your touch device. You can pull them up and slide them forward and backwards to kind of hit different notes. Um, and so basically you, and then you can record a video of them like doing everything. So it's a lot of, it's, it's very tactile, but it's a lot of fun. Like I was like, I don't know. It was, it was just good time. <laughs> so I got the Christmas hats on them and then they do have some pre-made uh, videos on here. Hold on. Let me stop this a second. Oh, now he's just singing. 
Oh, that, that's my video. That's cool. And then uh, you can... Let's see, you got your Christmas hats, and then you can do pre-made songs. This is kind of fun. This is kind of fun. And you see why you could lose some time for a while. Yeah, I first tried it on the iPad, and it was it was cool that it was like a very kind of touch-sensitive kind of thing. This is a Google experiment uh, with Google Arts and Culture. I didn't know that was a thing until this. Um, I think it's a point. Um, also, did you know there's a Google Arts and Culture app as well? No, but that makes me curious. Like, I love the painting apps. Like, I used to do this one called Painting a Day, where it would highlight a painting a day and give you, like, the history of the painting. I love apps like that. Like, I'm into them. Yeah, so, and they have, if you if you click up here on the Arts and Culture um, on the page, they they have a few other um, activities. Let's see, what's your favorite activity? Arts and crafts, reading, cooking, gardening. I, I didn't get to dig into this, but just saw that, hey, there was, oh, wait, what's your favorite color? Okay, let's see what happens here. I got to click my purple. There it is. And now just here's a bunch of Im- art and imagery with a purple t- palette. That's actually really cool. <laughs> so, so if you're looking for something for a sweet, like, cover art for your Twitter page, that could be something fun. So, um, so that's uh, artsandculture.google.com, and that's the uh, Blob Opera is the experiment that they have as part of that. So it, it looks like there's a ton of fun stuff in here that you can kind of play with. Um, yeah, you can get into the, the, the experiments. They, there's a lot of cool stuff for most of things. So but that will be playing for another time. So, so thanks. Kim, there's a couple of things I, that I saw Kim share uh, this week that were that were really awesome. She always is sharing some cool stuff over there on the Verge. Um, Chilla, I'll let you pick one again. <laughs> Sorry, I was getting caught up in the the Blob Opera, uh-huh. playing uh-huh. around with that. Yeah. Um, the which one I find interesting? Oh, so as someone that's been playing around with lots with raspberry Pi, if you go to item number 20 on the John Chilla out of order spectrum, that's fine. Um, Intel has actually come to the table with a comp- with an attempt at a competitive competitor to raspberry Pi. Um, I'm not sure how much this <laughs> is going to catch on maybe with Jeez. something like neverwhere <laughs> loaded onto it. Yeah. But so it, so they came out with their own single board computer to compete. Um, the baseline device comes with a Celeron N4020 dual core CPU. Um, it has some uh, four gig of RAM and 64 gig of flash. What I thought was interesting and the thing that, that I always thought was kind of cool about the um, Raspberry Pi was, you know, you could kind of load up SD cards and pull them off. This has flash RAM. Um, They do offer the ability to upgrade to um, like the NVMe M.2, which is like the flash drive storage. But, I mean, you look at like, I feel like you're just begging for, hey, okay, now that I got this thing, I'm going to have to spend another $200 or $300 yeah. on things. Yeah, so so this thing starts at $100 versus a Raspberry Pi that starts at 35 just for the board. Um, or 10 for the zero. Yeah, 10 for the zero. And uh, it, it, I, I feel like it's a, a... Give me a performance comparison between this and a Raspberry Pi. So I'm it, guessing this is going to come out on top of the Raspberry Pi. Okay. Because these will run Windows 10. In fact, the $99 comes with Ubuntu Linux pre-installed still, and going up to the 140. Still, I, I, I need a performance look. Like, let me know what RetroPie is gonna gonna do on there. Like, you know, something like that. Well, if you load it on Linux, I'm guessing it's not gonna do too bad. I'm guessing it may actually outperform the Raspberry Pi ARM chip. And the other thing is, is this is gonna be x86 based. Mm. So you're probably going to be able to run enough if you're if you're just the average person that doesn't want to have to deal with Linux as much. You could probably load other interesting stuff. The other thing that I thought was interesting is that it has the same 
what do they call it? A hat pin configuration that allows you to put like additional boards on your Raspberry Pi. Oh, the boards. Um, okay. Yeah, the the this one has the exact same configuration. I thought you were about to tell me that I could swap CPUs just like the old Pentium days. Oh no, that would be super cool. No, but it has the same forty pin GPIO. So they're saying that hey, if you want to b- build whatever, you can use the same Raspberry Pi add-on stuff hmm. with this. But obviously you're not getting Raspbian or any of the, I, the, what is it, the Buster I, OS or whatever it is. I'd be very curious. It, it reminds me of the... I, I know they're kind of aiming for the Raspberry Pi thing, but it reminds me of the old Intel Nux um, that I was eyeballing for a little bit as, as some uh, uh, Mac Mini replacements for the studio. Uh, you know, the Skype machines, things like that. I still like to do that rather than just having like a laptop situation like we have with you guys. But um, uh, it's interesting. That's interesting. So it, it really does kind of feel like a little bit of like, hey, what do we do with all of these Celeron chips? Here we go. Education. Um, oh, and just load up your Neverware build of uh, Chrome. And <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I want a cheap computer for the office or to do a task. Uh, and, and it is. But unfortunately, um, most of the things I think people would do that for, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, trying to get a cheap computer to do a task are are, are going to be well served already with the Raspberry Pi, um, um, idea. So, but, anyways, I, I, interesting to see the competition. If only they could get the price down a little bit, right? But that's yep. kind of that's kind of been Intel's problem, hasn't? It? Always been heavy duty. Uh, Katie, I should have paired this with the last one. What's going on with uh, Google Photos? Oh, do, do you want to catch up with uh, Periscope real quick before we... Oh, well, yeah, forget? sure, sure. What is it? Is the latest on Periscope? Because yeah. I need to figure this out. <laughs> yeah, didn't we start teasing at the beginning of the show? We did <laughs> tease us at the beginning of the show. <laughs> you stuck around this far. We'll give you this. Um, but Periscope is going away. And this kind of made me laugh because um, Twitter bought Periscope back in March of 2015, which would now be like six years ago. And it was because they were competing with Meerkat, mm-hmm. if you remember Meerkat. And then Meerkat went on to develop House Party, which I didn't realize that they pivoted and that went that way. Mm-hmm. But uh, Periscope is going away. So if you have Periscope, sorry. But uh, actually, Twitter integrated most of what Periscope had into its Twitter Live. So you're cool with that and you'll still have the same functionality. Um but if you have videos on Periscope, they, I'm not sure. It doesn't really say what's going to happen to the videos. I don't think I found that part. But um, something cool with Periscope going away is something where you could become a super broadcaster. This was very limited uh, when Periscope was you know, up and chugging along. And essentially, you could do your videos and people could tip you and you could cash out those tips and make actual money. Uh, but they're relaxing their requirements to become a super broadcaster. So if you're on Periscope now and you're, you're posting videos with Periscope now, it wouldn't hurt to look to see if you can become a super broadcaster um, and then maybe make some money. And then you'll have, so the app will go away. It sounds like in March, it'll be out of the store, um, of the online store, on the interwebs stores. And uh, if you're a broadcaster, super broadcaster, you'll have until April 30th to finish cashing out your tips. So. Closing time. Cash it out. Closing time. I, I really <laughs> hope the last stream. I hope it's one of those situations like there was a one like when they were shutting down the servers for Halo 2. Somebody sat there and just continued playing Halo 2 as as long as they physically could. So they 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 couldn't shut down the servers until he was done. I hope somebody just streams <laughs> closing time over and over again until they shut down the servers. And that's like the last stream. We could be that, actually. <laughs> we should just do that on all of our feeds until until they're done. <laughs> oh, oh, so yeah. Oh, wait, I found it. So if you have existing broadcasts that you shared on Twitter, they'll exist as, exist as replays, and you also have the ability to download an archive of your content before it goes away. So if nice. you have things in Periscope you want, download it now. Here's a question. How do you go live on Twitter Live if you're Joe Schmo unverified user? Because I don't know that that is a ready function for anybody i haven't seen it i haven't tried to go live on twitter because 
Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's, there's like you hit your photo thing. Oh, there is a live button. Hello. Oh, let's go. If you go, if you go hit the camera, there's capture, there's video, and then there's live, and then you can go live from there. Okay. Now, how do I put this live? Is the next question, and that's what we need to look into. So, um, but no, if you want to go just with your phone live, like that is, that is certainly available. So. Also, TikTok Live's a thing. Kanye West just went live. So I feel like you... what? You're you're so cute. <laughs> <on> TikTok. <laughs> it's like it's like such a role reversal. This is like working with my mom when she just found out that link trees are not Christmas trees. <laughs> um, nothing to do with Christmas, but she did. She did school us on a different type of decor that maybe should be on Awesome Cast After Dark, but what? <laughs> that was the same conversation where she said she learned that from her coworkers that link trees had nothing to do with Christmas, mm-hmm. and then oh my gosh, what was that type of decor? It was the beach bodies um, artwork that I also thought a beach body bodies art or something that I also thought had to do with social media because oh. just the way that one thing led to another and that turns out to be something, uh, some inappropriate artwork for your home that is sneakily looks like sea creatures. Um, that's a very polite way of putting that. That was in the same conversation. Okay, I remember that. I remember that text conversation now. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Austin Cass after dark. But maybe that'll be our next thing. That'll really get over on TikTok. Um, uh-huh. they'll only stream to TikTok. That that'll be that'll be what happens there. Um, I, I by the way, I got, I go on, I want to smack whoever's at tech, tech Crunch who decided to use the the movie poster from Down Periscope for uh the, the Periscope shutdown. I knew you'd like that. That's why I shared that article. Oh, <laughs> that hurts. That hurts a lot. Anyways, um, and I'll get back to my docky doc here in a moment, and. <laughs> So, I want to stay on social media for a second. Where are we at on time? Well, we're at that time, aren't we? Um, okay, one last one. This is another one that Kim Lyon shared. Uh, PA Treasure Treasury Twitter account is going to be shut down, and I did not. I was not aware of that. This was they had a very big uh, um, um, legacy of a snarky and relatable PR campaign by a government entity in Pennsylvania, <laughs> by the way. I don't know if you guys had a chance to read some of this article. Um, and I'm not, I wasn't, I didn't catch why they wanted to, the, the, why they have to shut down, but uh, it's been, exper- they would be calling it an experiment. So there was like things like this post here. Let me, let me uh, zoom in on it. Moments earlier, a member of our staff posted this picture of a fox with no text. While we deeply do not regret this action, it's important to remember that with PA able people with disabilities can save their future without fear of losing benefits. Uh, you know, things like that. It's kind of like a a while the right hand's doing something, the left hand gave you some important uh, uh, treasury information. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, uh, they, there's, they're retweeting a New York Post about Zuckerberg on the uh, on a surfboard in Hawaii, and uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's kind of fun. Um, there's a pretty creepy triple picture of uh, Jeff Bezo- Bezos that says, "When your behemoth of a company acts that acts as a wood chipper to nearly every sector of the economy, it pays zero in taxes." Yeah, yeah, evil laughed Jeff Bezos. They are really snarky against Bezos and Zuckerberg, and it's pretty great. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, go check that out. The link will be in the show notes, and that was kind of a a fun thing i I, i'm sad i I didn't follow them before now but um awesome amanda thank you so much for joining us again uh what's going on in bold pittsburgh what are you guys doing for the holidays uh thank you for having me on um we are we have three more giveaways with our big bold christmas and two more yenzer bartenders to post yes so we have holiday cocktails up um and we have um yeah like two or three more giveaways to do so we're giving away gift cards to local restaurants we have a bottle of whiskey right now we're giving away um i've got yeah just some more posts and a lot more fun before we i don't know if we're shutting down for january last year we shut down for january and it was a big mistake because we didn't get rolling again ever (laughs) no um (laughs) 
until everything shut down. It was like January, and then we rolled right into COVID. So yeah, yeah. I don't think we're d- shutting down this January for the month. So we'll see. You do kind of have to be ready, right, for whatever the heck is next at this point. So that's one lesson it probably taught us all earlier uh, this year. I'm- I'm probably going to focus on shopping local and local restaurants like mm-hmm. takeout next month, especially if they don't get to open back up on the 4th. So, we'll yes, see. yes. So in, in figuring out what that is, that next step is going to be for local restaurants for sure, because I, I know that's a pretty big issue that's going on right now uh, with the, the recent round of shutdowns. So, yeah, yeah. Um I would be interested because I'm passing someplace. I, I would love to see. Is anybody doing? Is a maybe I'm pitching this to you. Is anybody doing a feature on what restaurants have done to modify things uh, in interesting ways? Because uh, I, I noticed I passed Mindful Brewing the other day, and I remember when they were first putting out the the seats several months ago, and I hadn't <laughs> seen them for several months, and now they have like the fake golf gra- grass like along that entire section that used to be parking lot for them where the, the tables are and it looks really nice down there. So like things like that, I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious and even driving downtown through the, the, uh, the uh, market square for the first time in, in ever uh, seeing how everybody's kind of adapted down there. has been interesting. So, yeah. Know. So good food Pittsburgh, or I think next Pittsburgh, one of the two of them um, did like the top 10 igloos in the city to have dinner in or something. <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun to read. Um, nobody's done like an overall of like the most interesting things. I like the mindful brewing piece. Mm -hmm. I I really do. I, I, I ate dinner there actually over the summer, um, had dinner out on that little fake grass and underneath an umbrella. It was really great. It was a lot of fun, but yeah. um, The, the, the wackiest one I saw, I think we may have mentioned one on awesome cast about somebody was doing like, like, like topless deliveries or something. And, uh, there was a bikini barista, that I saw billboards for in California. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah, yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, that's, you got to figure it out somehow, I guess, during all this. Uh, also helping me figure out the TikTok is Katie Dutters. Uh, the- Hi. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I, I do want to point out that if you do want to check it out, it's Bad Beach Theme. If you are in Bad Beach can handle theme. a... Yeah, if you can handle adult content, um, fun adult content, <laughs> tongue-in-cheek adult content. Yes. Uh, Google Bad Beach theme, and there's a lot of Etsy stuff and things. And like I said, I, I thought it was something on social media, so you can laugh at me for that one. <laughs> it, it sounds like it should be, right? Awesome. Oh, where, yes. can, where, where can people uh, 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 find your Bad Beach themes on the internet? <laughs> that turned into a weird <laughs> question, I think, but... I think you know what I mean. Uh, K Dutters on Twitter, Kate Marie PGH on Instagram, and whatever on Facebook, Katie something or another. Dude, sure. <laughs> My name again. That's where I'm at. And also, John Chilla in the Chilla Cave. In the Chilla Cave, Chilla on the Twitters, John Chilla on the Facebooks. I think I'm Chilla five seven nine on the TikToks with currently no content, but hopefully that will change. So as we I, approach the holiday, and I completely renovate the Chilla Cave. Ooh, that's uh, that's been the big thing. Is like I think most people have an account, but none of them do content. So I'm like, is this the real person, Katie? Have I been tagging you? I'm not sure. For instance, and Chilla, you look. It looked like it was a fake Chilla when I found one. So I think I had. I think I actually registered Chilla, and I can't figure out how to get to it. <laughs> Like, I don't remember the password. I don't mm. think I linked it to an email. Like it's in the purgatory of TikTok. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that. I have a lot of Twitter accounts. I realize that are in that, and they won't let go of my phone number to sign up for new Twitter accounts. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us here. Uh, we'll be back for the Christmas episode, the year-end prediction episode next week. And I believe Katie asked, and therefore, I uh, drinking will be allowed on the Awesome Cast. I know we don't usually do that. Do we usually do? We don't usually do that for the year-end for this. I usually save it for the Mayhem yep. show, but uh, but uh, you're allowed. I'll get some. I'll get some from the brewery up the street here. Not the brewery. The deep. The, the beer place. The beer place. What do you call those places? You can tell beer I drink. Beer distributor? Beer distributor. You can tell I drink. Uh, 
You can tell I've had a beer in the last four months. Not really. Uh, but um uh but yeah so uh we'll have a lot of fun with that and you guys can join us and we're uh we're, we got some ass out for asks out for a lot of uh fun people to return to the show <laughs> yeah i fixed it i fixed it katie uh <laughs> i thought that was a preview for the how the, the christmas episode <laughs> we'll see you guys next week until then you have been our awesome audience have an awesome week This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.